You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for listening to Carly's Couch. We're back. You're back. Everything's good. All good. Um... Last week, we had a really good conversation around visual, visualization. I need to visualize saying that damn word. <laughs> it is hard, though. It is. I tripped up a couple times. do be like, shush, yeah, shush, yeah, You can hear it on these new mics, visual, too. Vi- mm. <clears throat> Last week, we spoke on visualization. And this week is um, not intentionally like a part two, but it kind of feels like a little bit of a part two because... You know, today we're going to talk about how to create a new future. And part of that has to include visualizing what that is. Um, And so hopefully you did those activities. Listen to that convo. If not, listen to the last episode um, or listen to it after you listen to this one, which is fine by itself as well. Um, But Carly, do you believe that your thoughts are predictors of your future? Absolutely. I think that our thoughts... Um, because they're in our head all day and it's like the soundtrack of our lives and how we approach opportunities and relationships and careers and everything pretty much that we do. I think it starts with thoughts. And so those very much write the story of our future. Mm -hmm. And then, so you've said this before in the past on where 90% of your thoughts are ones you've already thought before, which means that most of the time you're on automatic in the way that you react mm-hmm. to things and, you know, your first thought when you see something or hear something. Um, but that means, like, if you're having those same thoughts, they're leading to the same emotions and the same feelings, um, and then that leads to the same actions. So those thoughts have to change first for those actions to really stick. Absolutely. And if every time I go to the gym, all I think about is how I'm not where I am, how I don't see results. Like it becomes such a negative experience that it makes me not want to go, makes me want to spend less time there. I might not exert as much energy. Like, so even if you're still like taking those actions, if you don't change your thought process, like it can very much affect those end results because it affects your whole, it like shapes your entire experience. Like while you're there. Yeah. So In the last episode, we talked about, um, you know, what does your future look like or visualizing what do you what you want and how you want to feel. And so this week we have an episode this week. We have an exercise for you um, about what you see in your new future. And so if you did that exercise last week where you started journaling or started writing down your visualizations or know what that looks like, um, that's fine. And I remember I was like, oh, I already did this for this episode. So. Um, For those who heard the last one, this was my kind of visualization. So what I did was I took like 30 seconds to a minute and just thought and visualized my new future. What I see and how to how did things feel? And then I wrote down I wrote down what my new future looks like. And so right now we want you to pause and not if you're like you know, doing something else, but um, pause or come back to thinking about that. Think about what does my new future look like that I want to get to um, and writing those things down and then coming back to us, okay? So pause, come back. <laughs> I was about to <laughs> for the people For the people who didn't pause, I was like, man, forget them. 
Um, we're gonna just give you some wavy music, and now we're back. Okay, we didn't need it to do better. that. It was better. I was about whatever. to do the Jeopardy music, so that's oh, way man. better. Come on, man. We gotta get more creative. Sorry, bro. Than that. <laughs> so <laughs> I asked uh, Carly to do this as well. Um, do you feel comfortable reading your paper out loud? Yeah. Okay. So so I'm gonna have Carly read her paper out loud to her answer of you know what is her new future. And so I did ask Alexia a clarifying question. I was like, so you just want me to write about my new future? She was like, yeah, like what it what you like want it to look like, what, what it can look like. And in the context of this conversation, in my head, it's like I'm writing. If I'm able to, you know, change my thoughts and what will that future look like? So because she mentioned that 90 percent of our thoughts are the same ones. And I think it's over 75 to 80 percent of those that are negative. So if we're able to change that, like what can this future look like? Um, so I wrote love, abundance, opportunities, freedom, being able to move how I need to, when I need to, when I want to. Friends and a partner who love and support me, who appreciate me, challenge me and strengthen me. My own space, um, a team that grows together. Fulfilled, motivate. I write a lot. Fulfilled, free, motivated. I feel confident. I feel direct. I am walking in my power. I am moving from a place of love. I feel in flow. I am resilient and able to overcome any obstacle that comes my way. I feel gratitude. I feel growth. I feel an ease of self. And I'm in flow because of my self-growth and non-attachment. I am walking in who I am with intention. Okay. And then I'm going to read mine. Mine says, what is my new future? Abundance, rest, having what I need, open home space, helping others. It feels effortless. Enjoying travel and new experiences, acknowledgement, respect, love, cared for. People want to make me feel special. I feel special. I have money. I create. I inspire creation. I'm open. My family knows me. I can provide for others. Resources and opportunity. Great health, strength, youthful, energetic, calm, and at peace. So, actually, isn't it interesting how similar that sounds? Yeah. And... From yours, um, a couple of things that stuck out the most were free and like freedom because you said that a few times, but also kind of um, some things that sounded like assertive, like being more assertive in different spaces too. So one thing that I didn't read now, and I, I wrote this on uh, April 12th. So since then, and this is in my book where I write my goals every day, but since then I kind of started looking at this first before I write my goals. Um, so since then, I can look back and now say, okay, one of the things I had down that said, don't work so hard. And now, per our last conversation, and, you know, when I saw that, I noticed how everything else was in the positive, except trying to get away from this working hard. So I'll kind of come back around to that. But that's what mine said. Um, so now, looking at these things that you wrote, Carly, on mm -hmm. your paper, which of those things can you look at and see, like, immediately that you're going against them mm. so my that's my example so like if i say i want rest and to not work so hard then i should stop being so hyped about that i work so much or i should go to sleep and get rest instead of staying up and so i'm saying i want a future where i get plenty of rest i feel well rested and i'm not working so hard and yet every day i'm doing the opposite of that and so Things like that, for example, show you where, okay, I'm not even, like, lined up for that. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you see with yours? Um, 
looking at it, I think the one that kind of stands out to me right now is like being able to move like how I need to, when I need to, like when I want to. Um, and in my head, I'm like, yeah, well, I want to do that, but I like, I don't have, you know, the funds to do those things right now. And I just noticed that, um, like that's in misalignment. I don't know if that's what Wait, what it read what the thing says? Being able to move how I need to, when I need to, and when I want to. Don't like you in the though? Way that I want to. Do you? Um, I mean, I think But so are you going against that? Are you going I don't think I'm that? going against that. I just don't, I don't think I'm think. fully able to do it the way I want to cuz you know what I'm saying? Stacking bread right now. So I don't think that's going against it. I don't know if I have anything that is actually going against. Like, all of these things pretty much are in alignment with what I feel like I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I kind of want you to read them again, but I, don't, I know everybody's like, oh, I can't. oh I, I'll be yeah, quick. I'll go. I'll be quick. I won't, like, double <laughs> Just read Just because things. I want to remember without okay. being, like, all in your paper. Yeah, because she is looking over here. I know. I can't okay. read it. I'm my hair right now. All I see is freedom. <laughs> to freedom. <laughs> <laughs> these new mics okay, got us barbs. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Um, yeah, we're going to have to cut that abundance, off. Abundance, opportunities, freedom, being able to move how I need to, when I need to, when I want to, friends, and a partner who love and support me, appreciate me, challenge me, and strengthen me, my own space, a team that grows together um, where we, like, build into each other's goals, um, fulfilled, free, motivated, feel confident, direct, walking in my power, moving from a place of love, I feel flow, resilience, able to overcome anything that comes my way, gratitude growth ease of self and um, i'm in flow because of my self-growth and non-attachment and i'm walking in who i am okay. i don't think yeah. anything goes against it but i notice i struggle with non-attachment <laughs> hmm? i struggle with, with non-attachment like um i, I said nothing that? that i think uh -huh. in, in my journal or like from this exercise i don't think i'm doing anything that goes directly against it uh -huh. or that's conflicting but like i just notice areas of struggle like i struggle with non attachment so you know looking at that list which ones you're you really believe more than others oh absolutely mm. yeah like as i said non attachment that's enlightenment but i just notice like that's the layers that i'm working really hard to peel back every mm -hmm. day but that's the thing that i probably struggle with the most on this entire list yeah, but when you look at your list, or with me, when I look at my list, uh, it says, what is my new future? But I have all of these things almost. Some I, I can if I just see it that way. So, like, all of these things are pretty much a go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same. Yeah, if you did the visualization in the last episode, um, look at it now and kind of think more about it. Or if you have over the past few days, or if you just did this exercise, look at the things that you listed out and see what you're directly going against like every day. Um, like if you're talking about, um, for example, with money, if you're talking about um, I can take care of myself or I'm self-sufficient or I have money, I, it's not you're not going against it because you don't have it. You're going against it because you're watching five hours of Netflix every day. Mm. So that's what I mean by mm. that. Like, like you're saying you want, you know what I mean? You're saying you want to create, but you're just on your laptop all day. So things like that, like you're not really being honest and you're not really in that space because you don't really want to create. You want to feel secure or you want to be busy or you want to whatever or work hard. Like I said, I don't mm. want to do. So that's what I mean by that. Now that you say that, I'm thinking mm -hmm. about um, abundance. So I want to like flow from a place of abundance in everything that I do. I say that I want to move with abundance in every area of my life, including financially. 
um, and to be able to invest in my business and my friends' businesses and do the things that I need to do. But if I'm operating from a mentality of lack, like of not having it, of being scared to let it go, then that goes against me being able to do it. But in what ways do you feel you are operating from a place of lack? Um, so um, I was thinking about pricing this workshop that I'm mm -hmm. doing with a friend and um, him and I got into a discussion. So it's funny because I had a discussion with a friend before and they were like, you know, you really need to price for your worth and because you struggle with that. And this was like a few days before I'd even talked to the person I'm working on the conference with. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, I know that. Like, I know, blah, blah, blah. So fast forward till I'm talking to I my know, homie. You always know till you got through that uh, price out there. God dang it. <laughs> until I'm talking to my homie, he was like, all right, so how much are we going to price this for? And I get on my soapbox of how I started doing the work that I do so people could have access. And it's how could we price this at this point if, you know, people are it's a pandemic and they might not have money and they do all this. And he was like, I'm gonna stop you right there. And I was like, OK, and he was like, you're moving from a limited mindset. You're moving from mm -hmm. a mindset of lack right now. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, do you think you're working in like your purpose? And I was like, yeah, he was like, do you not have experience doing these things? Yes. Then why aren't you pricing it? Well, because he's like, so you think that the universe isn't going to provide people who have money to allow you to do this? He's like, don't you volunteer every weekend? Like, don't you have time? So he just really challenged me on this mindset where I was like, I can't price it this high, partially because I am worried about people having access, but that's also a limiting mindset. And then partially because I'm kind of scared to charge that much money. So yeah, that's a very or because long you don't you're worried that it won't be worth that much money, right? Is what you're saying? Yeah, like what if it's not? And so that's a mentality of lack and moving from a place of like not having it as opposed to like me walking in purpose and being confident that I'm in alignment and flow and all these things. Um, and is that reflective like in other places as well where you can see the same type of thing? A few. So how so how do we go? Because that's and and same for me, right? Like every any time it kind of feels like you're kind of forcing something or having like a slight struggle, it's most likely coming from a place of um, lack or worth with you or, or with myself, mm -hmm. if you really whittle it down. And so now, how do we become this new future? What What's different now? Now that you're seeing that, you're kind of like aware of it. Now what's different? How do you get to the next space? Because we're always talking about what we see and like, you know, I'm abundant and generous and all these things. And so, but now you're like, wait, I got called out that I'm not. So now what? Um, I think so because knowing actually doesn't change anything. Like people talk about like, well, if you know, that's the first step. I kind of, but like, sci like scientifically it's shown that even if you know you have biases, that doesn't mean anything. You're not going to change them. You're not actually going to do anything. And so for me, it's um, the first step half of the first step is knowing, but then I've been journaling on it and praying about it and thinking about it every day and kind of trying to figure out like what the root of it is. Like I know a lot of that stems from my childhood and growing up, not having a lot of things. Um, but there's a lot of other roots. And so every day I've just been kind of doing work and thinking about conversations and where this insidious thought could be seeping into other areas of my life. Mm -hmm. And so self-awareness, I guess is the next, like, so self-awareness it's the same thing as knowing. And then I've been journaling about it a lot. I meditated on it the other day. Probably going to talk to my therapist about it soon. Um, but just trying to be active and aware and how it's affecting all of these areas of my life so I can slowly start to change that thought process. And I think that starts with knowing, like, where it comes from. Yeah, but once you know where it comes mm -hmm. from, 
now what? Because you're still kind of just harping on the fact that it's there. Yeah. So I think um, if I recognize that the fruit of this root of like, you know, growing up not having anything and being scared to ask for more because what if people don't have it or what if I don't have it or whatever comes from that. Like, I know that that's where it comes from. I can kind of confront it. And for me, like confronting it is a big deal. Like, no, like. Carly, you don't have to think like that because that is something that happened in your past. Like you made it through it and then presenting all of the contrary evidence like in my brain. So, for example, specifically thinking of this conference, I'm like, man, I can't charge this much because I don't have this. Well, actually, you know, you went to business school. You have an MBA. You did this. You're not you've been an entrepreneur for three years and had your own company. You've been doing consulting on all these things and start mm -hmm. kind of challenging those thoughts with present evidence for me helps me reckon start to break down like those roots that it has in my head but even as you say that though it's, it's still interesting to me because you're still trying to prove that you're worth it you know what yeah. I mean? like it's like you're still trying to make a list to be like i can do this because of what things and sure like that makes sense right like in general like mm -hmm. i mean minus the president of the united states but like to actually have background in what you're doing to be successful with it but at the same time what if we could cut all that out and just be like, it should be this much because that like that's how much that's how much it is. Yeah, or, or like that's just how much you want to make, or that's that's where you want to take it, or that's the um, challenge that you want to set to like you know do a conference at this level, and mm -hmm. and you're doing that because of the impact that that will have, and et cetera, et cetera. But like still not trying to have to have some kind of like check off mm -hmm. for it. Um, but I think that is interesting because the more I feel like we really feel like we know ourselves, but it's like the more we dig into these types of things, like, and it seems like the last couple of weeks, like I've had so many random flashbacks to like things as a kid that I'm like, damn, I have not thought about that for years, 30 years. Um, and like kind of all of a sudden clicking in place, like why to your point, like how those things have affected me at this time. So now when you visual visualize, like what can you really be practicing? I think that in that case, you can practice um, being in a space. I feel like I've done this before, actually. I, I've practiced and visualized walking into meetings and like saying some crazy numbers or being just really confident. Um, and, I, and that has helped, actually, over time. Um, but what are some things that you can visualize now specifically like to make that something where your first thought doesn't come to, oh, that's too much, like when you're talking about money? Um, so specifically, uh, my friend and I who are doing this conference, we actually visualize every time we do a meeting. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah, so we do breath work, um, and then we'll visualize, and it's visualizing that we get more people than what our number is, that we have great responses, that they want to pay that, that they are asking if we have more courses. We add, They are mm, asking us, well, good. can we buy this book from y'all? Like, are y'all writing a book or paying to fly us out to come speak and to come teach whoever it is? And so we've been doing that every single time. And I noticed the first couple of times I'm like, yeah, okay, kind of in my head a little bit like, man, that many people. But now I'm like, yeah, that would be fire if it was that many people. And I, I feel mm -hmm. myself start to change. I think you made a real good point in – how I notice even with you saying that, like your your expressions change and your feelings change when you say, um, let, we want to get, we want, you know, 5,000 people to be there versus when you're like, man, that would be fire. Like, I wonder how that's going to happen. And if we approach things in the same with, um, what is it that we said in the last episode? Oh, like more clients, things like that, mm -hmm. right? Like when you, if you have your goals of what you want and, and who you want to be, it's like, 
oh man, I wonder how that's going to happen. Like, and, and feeling excitement around it because I think that again, going to our last episode, it's that you can be visualizing, but you're really visualizing the negative. Mm -hmm. If you're saying, um, we're going to have 5,000 people there, but you know, you don't believe that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you have to, you have to find the right way to say it to make you feel good. And I think you can notice what you say or how you say things to make you feel good. And now keeping those thoughts more so to the forefront or remembering to bring those thoughts back up later. Agreed. And I think it's also just staying open to how things can happen um, and open to the possibility. So even the, sh the mindset shift from, you know, man, I don't think we could get 5,000 clients to, you know, that would be really awesome. Like from it changing from a negative into a possibility. Mm -hmm. Like I think that's the first shift that I noticed in mm -hmm. my thinking. Yeah. And then, so, so you talked about, recognizing your past and mm -hmm. we've talked about that in different ways and you know knowing where things come from recognizing that that's not who you where you have to be stuck in and the stories blah 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 so stripping that away is essentially what needs to happen in order to step into that new future mm -hmm. so what does it look like to strip your identity or like what you're considering your identity like you know, I'm a, I'm a workaholic or I'm a busy person or, you know, what you identify with. I'm a caring person. I care about my community. I care about all this access, things like that, right? But there are other things I think that also can be holding you back with that. So how does stripping your identity work? Because we are the writers of our own life stories and you can write yourself however you want to, a victim, a hero, whatever. And sometimes it depends on the day. Like sometimes you are the hero in your story and sometimes you're the villain and sometimes you're the victim and all of that. But I think that it's recognizing that we have that power to write our own narrative and to own our own narratives. And that for me, that's like a huge shift is realizing that that really is on me at the end of the day. Like no matter what happened with anybody else, like I'm picking these labels to own and to describe myself. Like I'm owning my past. I'm letting that define me as opposed to just choosing like who I am in that moment. And so it allows you to own your power. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it allows you to own your power. And I, I think that if you really, you can really stop and say, I'm I'm not that. And for me, I I don't, I don't know how to explain um, what type of person it is. Probably like apathetic is probably a better word. But I'm kind of like just chill a lot of times because also I'm not even really like, that excited about the huge things because like it's, it's gonna be a million dollars like you know the same way this might be a hundred dollars and so I also kind of like it's it's no big deal and I also kind of think of myself as like you know in this whole grand scheme of the world like I'm, you know I'm not I'm not that important and not not to be like I'm not I'm nobody not like necessarily like that but ego wise mm -hmm. you know I'm not I, I'm not that important, like, and I'm stressing over things that, like, aren't that important. And so to think about stripping your identity and stripping those past stories, it's like, now what do I have? If I don't have this story that mm. I need to crave attention or I need to I need to do this to, to get this or, you know, I don't want somebody, people to leave me or whatever, if I'm cutting away that story, then, like, how do I, what am I replacing it with? What's there now? And I thought about um, Game of Thrones and Arya when – you know, she was doing that, that, um, that going through that religion and, you know, her always having to say like, a girl has no name, a girl is no one, a girl mm -hmm. has no name. And I thought about that. I was like, man, what, what does that really like mean for you in real life to like, think about that? Um, and what do you think? Like, 
to really to be like yeah like i'm i'm nobody i'm i'm not that to me that almost makes it easier to now fill that space instead of even though i'm not saying oh i'm a millionaire but to say man i'm nobody also like i i really don't feel the past i'm just like now i'm here now is how i feel as i say i think it frees us from our expectation and our needs and everything in that moment like maybe even once like if if I am not, am I, if I am no longer defined by my past and by the things that happened to me and by these traumas, if I just let go of like my need to, you know, be this person in the community and do all this stuff, like I'm kind of free to just be who I am. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. It makes me think a lot about um, in mindfulness and meditation when they talk about when you start to realize that you're the watcher, like the seat of mm. awareness as opposed to the things that are happening to you. Mm -hmm. And it allows you just to be free and actually be present in that moment. Like if I stop telling myself like, man, I'm, I'm the person who always fucks up or who always does this, then I just get to be a person in the moment. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. And it clears you, right? So like, I feel like if you have more of a clear space mm -hmm. and now we need to know where, what do we want to be? Where, what do I want to do instead? Who do I want to be? Right? Like she could, be anybody like she literally this is literally this like becoming a new person because you can't be the same thoughts you you can't you can't say like oh man i want to i wish i woke up every day and like nothing changes even if you're setting your alarm or whatever even if you're getting up like nothing's changing with you feeling like that's such an important thing or like coming from that place of like this thing matters so much and so to strip that away of you know, all of those things that don't matter, you now have to become that other person. Um, and so to, to go that direction, now you've already done the work of envisioning your new future. So you mm -hmm. have that visualization. We've talked about that before, what that can look like and how you can make sure you say that in a way that is um, pushing you forward towards that. And so now you remind yourself of that in that time. So, you know, if, if I'm finding myself like frustrated or coming from a place of lack or whatever, kind of can do an ego like clear that and come from a different space like no what do I want to what do I want to be right now or who am I right now or who am I going to be that's the question like you kind of ask mm -hmm. yourself every day in the mirror like who am I going to be today you know what that makes me think of Preston shout out to yeah. Hero P yeah when he was on the if y'all have not watched Preston Dawson's episode you should go back and watch it it was I think it was like 54 or something like that mm -hmm. 45 but it was really dope um he was just saying like he had this moment where he realized he wasn't who he wants to be and so he made hero P. And so every day he kind of checks like his thoughts and decisions and actions. Yeah. Like, is this in alignment? Like, like what this, would hero P do? Yeah, what would hero P do? Like if mm -hmm. I, if hero P has his body and lives his lifestyle and has these type of like gigs going on and all this, like, are these the same thoughts that he has? Like, are these in alignment with his goals? And I think that, you know, that's a great self-check. Like, so, you know, you have this vision, like are the thoughts that you're thinking are the things that you're doing It's how you're moving in alignment with this new future that you envision for yourself. Yeah. And being that person means thinking like that person, giving like that person, um, charging like that person, mm. um, just all, all of those things. And so it's it's really it's really that that has to come first mm -hmm. um, before the actions to make it stick and to make it make sense. Absolutely. You just um, got to be that person. You just got to be the person. But even still, like, saying that, it just sounds crazy, right? It like, does. you just got to be that person. But so then I'll skip to my story, though, too. Because as I was, I, I didn't even think of this story until um, I was 
kind of thinking about this episode and I was like, oh, this has happened because I wanted to think about it. You know, what examples do I have where all of a sudden I feel like it always feels like it's, oh, all of a sudden, like (laughs) I am different, but it's because you haven't been thinking about it anymore because you've just been doing it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wrote down that it had just hit me that I no longer have a problem like at all with waking up early. And I know if I listen to my old episodes, like all the times all I ever thought about was like, man, I don't get up. I don't get up. I don't get up. Um, and it literally was my biggest like gripe every day. Like every day I was disappointed when I woke up in the morning every day. Like I would literally be hitting snooze feeling disappointed, but then it would like spiral me kind of into that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it's weird because I I don't know if I, I don't know how I stopped thinking about why it's so hard to get up. But what happened was I'm an agency director and I have employees and I have clients and mm-hmm. have a meeting at 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. and 10 and 12. And I get up because I'm an agency director. And I get up because I'm a business owner. And I get up because I have things to get done. And I get up because I need time to do what I want to do before I start working. And it does. I, I don't think about it anymore. And I literally get up at like 530 automatically now, like every single day, no problem. And it, when I don't, or if I don't, then I don't really care because it doesn't matter because this is the life that I signed up for and that I get plenty of rest. So I rest till I feel good. And then I get up and I do what I want to do. And then in the evening, I usually go to bed early anyway. But I just... I I had to act like this person. Like, what does this person act like and do it? And I and I don't think I wrote down anything. I wasn't like, um, you know, to be a successful entrepreneur, like, what do I have to be? Um, I just looked at my responsibilities and, like, it just clicked. Like, it's hard to explain. I, Yeah, it is. But I think that's a great example. Um, I also will throw in just with the waking up thing. Whenever I first started working at the gym – few years ago they were like oh how do you feel about being a 5 a.m person i was like i am not a 5 a.m trainer like i will never open the gym Mm. man if i don't get my ass up and open the gym and or teach online classes super early now because that's just what i have to do like if it's if it's in alignment if that's it i don't complain like the other day Mm. i had to wake up at four so i could be somewhere at five to get ready to teach a class online because it's central and eastern time it wasn't a big deal. Like I didn't mm-hmm. be, and I also, like you said, I kind of let go of the need of having to quote unquote be a morning person or to be that person that wakes up at five. I wake up and I do what I got to do, and it just kind of is. Yeah, I am a morning person though, and same. So, and the way that the visualization kind of plays into this and also helped me, I would say, is that as I'm going through my day and like hiring people or in a meeting or doing things, uh, I, I'm in this space. I, I'm in this space of being this person and I've been there and so it's not like the waking up doesn't feel like a chore the waking up is part of it um because I know how it feels like I I feel like you know I have four buildings across the U.S. right now and so now I'm in the journey of it I think that we think the journey starts when you get the result and what we're showing with how we think and how we feel is that we can be there in the space to be in the journey. Like the journey doesn't start until you get in the space, into the headspace. Not once you get the abs, then like that's when it pops. Not when you get the million dollars, I'm going to feel a certain way. If you're trying to be something different or new because this is going to improve or this is going to make me better, 
this is gonna make me feel better. I don't want to feel this way. Then that's where you're waiting for something instead of getting in that space. And now you're there and now it's part of the journey. Yeah. And this is what we kind of talked about with the last episode, which is why I was like, oh, it's kind of going to bleed a little bit. But I hope it's all still kind of like connecting all the dots. I think it builds like it starts with with visualizing and even thinking about what you want to be or who Mm -hmm. you want to be. And then this is allowing you to get to that space. Yeah, you um, you can't wait for that thing Mm -mm. to be happening and or you can't even look and that's why i'm like if you look at your list like none of this stuff is stuff that you have to wait for or for me that i have to wait for but your goals so for example like you talk about what the difference is with that if you have goals of making a certain amount if you have goals of being a certain size Mm -hmm. um whatever that those things may be i think all of that is valid but again to bring it back down to what your future looks like meaning what your present looks like is you know, what do you think is going to be different? What was one of yours so we can use, use an example? I'm like, um, What's something that you want or like what's a goal or, or something in your future? Um, I, in my head, you know, have never been around good romantic relationships. And so I've, it's something that I struggle with, like making sure I'm always moving from a place of love and not coming from triggers or trauma or whatever. But it's like I could... Oh, this is be here and struggle with all of these things and always second guess and worry about it. Or I could just move from a place of love. And even when I don't necessarily respond, quote unquote, ideally, or what like hero C, <laughs> shout out to hero P would look like that I have enough grace and growth and understanding in myself to know like that's okay. And to just mm-hmm. try again. So instead of letting it be this heavy, like boulder that I carry around all day, because maybe I came at somebody a little bit sideways because I was triggered in a conversation now I can be like, well, charge that to the game. Like, you know, I can do better next time and then aim to be more thoughtful and take that pause before I respond next time. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of practicing. doing it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just practicing and doing it. And so even with being more confident, like I said, each time, um, you know, my homie and I who are doing this conference visualize together, it starts to feel more possible. It starts to feel more real. But at the end of the day, the only thing I can do is actually put out the price that I, that I think that I'm worth and value. And like that is just the action of me doing it. Yeah, I think that that makes sense. And I think it's interesting how it's hard to like pinpoint the moment of change and the moment mm-hmm. of being different. Again, because you became that person and then you realized that that thing was there. Yeah, and it's, it is much more peaceful. And I think it's that moment like when you... Um, go from trying to doing, you know, people like, man, I'm mm-hmm. trying to do better yeah. and you're just doing better. And there's not like a scientific method. Um, unless y'all have one, please share that with us. But um, there is, I mean, if, if like, if you go into like meditation for change and um, really like whether you do self hypnosis or inductions or, well, I mean, in the sense that like, I don't think it's like, okay, well you do three days of meditation, three mm-hmm. days of yoga, three days of this. And all of a sudden you're enlightened. That's what I mean. I think mm-hmm. it's different. And I think a lot of it is our owning our agency to choose and to be that person and to move from that place. Like that's not something that anything can make us do. Like that's a personal choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, but I think it's cool to, like, think about that and know, like, you know, we can be these people. We don't have to be defined by these things. Like, we don't have to hold on to all of that stuff we think we have to hold on to. And I I feel like in my life personally, like, everything has perpetuated and just to a more calmer place and, like, like I said, calm and peaceful place Mm -hmm. um, and a place that feels like it's less effort. 
um, across the board because I'm not like trying to struggle against everything so much. Yeah. You're just allowing it to, to flow. <laughs> be in flow. <laughs> um, yeah. So think about like what your, what your new future looks like and, you know, kind of breaking down like, so what is, what is that person doing? Like what, so what am I doing? Um, your future is, is going to look like what you're doing today. And so it's those little things that you start to do differently, change, um, and then you become, like, in that space. And, like, once you're in that space, it feels good, and you keep doing it, and it all perpetuates. So I definitely encourage you to, you know, think about these topics, journal them out, um, write some things down, um, and then look more into also um, um, thoughts, feelings, how they change. So I'm sure you could probably see, read something that's more scientific um, than the way mm -hmm. we're talking. But listening, I think, too, for me, to different, uh, like, podcasts and people speak, like, different things click differently, um, even though it can be kind of the same message. So hopefully something will click for you. Yeah, and if you want to share any of your new future or maybe some um, of your, like, lessons or thoughts during this, I would love to hear it. So at Carly's Couch, at CC Fierce. If Lex is down, at Lextopia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and this week I'm going to shout out um, – Two of my clients, Rod Johnson and Pernell Cesar, they are the founders of Black and Bold, BLK and Bold Coffee. And I just want to shout them out because they are small business owners and, you know, really taking off and spreading to Whole Foods, Amazon, Target, um, Hy-Vee's, which are like the Kroger's, I think, in the Midwest, mm -hmm. um, and really doing big things and expanding and you know, it's so funny, like, going through growing pains, and it's like, uh, like, we ran out of inventory on Amazon, or, like, you know, different things happening, and it's like, yo, these are good problems, and mm -hmm. um, so kind of seeing the changes that they're going, going under, while also the whole time giving back, which I love, and I love uh, working with people who give back and really care about that, um, so I just wanted to shout them out for their initiatives, the social impact that they are having every month, giving money back from their product, um, and all of the praise, the kind of highlight they they get like online is well deserved because it's super good product and yep. uh, super impactful, and so I like that you know, seeing people show that it's not just one thing. It's not just about getting money or it's not just making an impact, but we have to be poor. All of this can go together um, for you to make the impact and for you to be the person that you want to be. Shout out to them, all of their initiatives and their amazing coffee. If y'all haven't gotten any, <laughs> get some. It's so good. Yeah, it's good. It's real good. Um, like, man, I need coffee. But um, our question of the week is, what are you going to enjoy mm. believing today? Ooh, that's a good question for this episode. What are you going to enjoy believing today? Hmm. Mm. I am going to enjoy believing that. I'm trying to say something besides, like, just the su successful um, but maybe that is it. I'm going to enjoy believing um, in my, oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy believing in my success today. I like that. Um, I am going to enjoy believing that I am my highest version of myself in this moment. Mm -hmm. Good. No conditions. Under no conditions. <laughs> All right, guys. Appreciate you listening. Thanks for tuning in. I'll let y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>